The judgy opinions expressed on this reality TV podcast are not backed up by any professional degrees. While Jamie and Jesse are experts in everything, they're certified in nothing. Comments made should be taken with a grain of salt, a glass of Pinot Grigio, and a sense of humor. Enjoy this episode of Judgy and Juryish. Jesse, what's going on? What up, James? Yo, we made it to our second episode. I don't know how we did it. I don't either. Those of you who are listening, thanks for joining us on this next episode, even after hearing all the shit we revealed on the first one, right. which you could totally judge us for. 100%. God. And uh, I'm happy to report. Well, actually, I'm not happy to report. Um, as you guys know, uh, in the Facebook group and on Instagram, I posted a picture of our recording setup from episode one, right. which is... My side looked great. Oh, now professional, a hundred percent profesh. Your side, not so no. profesh because your mic was propped up on a set of my old it's yearbooks like from school. Yeah. <laughs> so your, yours was totally jerry rigged. But right. the funny thing is we bought you like a proper mic stand. Right. But long story short, um, it's not going to work this time around. It's not connecting to the mic, right? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So now here I am with the shitty uh, recording setup. Yeah. yeah. Jesse, can you describe my setup? Yes. Well, first of all, this is how humble you are. I mean, you really are um, the most, I mean, you're basically like a Gandhi or something (laughs) because we know she should be getting all the, like the queen, you know, uh, setup as she should be. She's a successful podcaster. Today, she gave me a chance to have the professional setup. Looks good on you. She's good. Thank you very much. I'm in a, a chair that spins around. It's cushioned. Like <laughs> my legs are crossed. She's in a metal chair with a murderous pillow behind her back to just support her lower back. Because <laughs> I'm an auntie. <laughs> yeah. I'm in my 40s and I'm old. And her mic stand is propped up on an Amazon paper crate box yeah, thing. It's just yeah. an empty box. Yeah. So no, it works. <laughs> Whatever works. So Whatever. Thank you, Jamie. I'm not the, you know, the stepchild today. No. Yeah. It's my pleasure to not leave you with the leftovers. Yeah. Oh, thank uh, this you. Time I around. appreciate yes, it. Yes. You can feel what it uh, feels like to be a big girl podcaster. <laughs> oh, yes. I got my big girl pants so on today. So special. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited to be here in our second episode. Um, what have you been up to the last week or so since we last yeah. recorded? <clears throat> well, I am a self-proclaimed auntie. Oh yeah, well, so not much. I mean, nothing really exciting. Any I would say show, uh, <laughs> hot episode. Halfway or- through that, the Friday night, I, my son and I watched it. Uh, we do watch. Um, my kids are obsessed with uh, Price is Right. Oh my so gosh. we record it. I feel like that's going to make them really smart. No, they really and they try to bet, and it's always like five hundred thousand two dollars. Like that doesn't no like, <laughs> for a box of toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. But at least it gets them thinking as yeah. to what you know, like prices of things and math and those kind of things. But uh, no, I really, honestly, it was kind of an exhausting week. I did the the highlight of my week is I did an um, almost a ninety minute hit workout. Oh my! I was gosh. very proud of myself. Okay, well, I want to talk about that too. Yeah. Um, uh, so that. Really, and working, and that's it. And that's I mean, it. nothing else to God, you really, really report. Okay, well, you really are an auntie. So, <laughs> uh, verdict uh, I've got a verdict. Jesse's definitely an auntie. 100%. Okay. Well, I'm I think we're going to find it. out. Yeah. You know what? Okay I know in the first episode, I was sort of trying to, you came right out. You're very, you know, you're very open and honest. You ain't got a lie to kick it, like mm-hmm. I said last time. 
So you're very honest. Now, I wasn't really willing to come forward with the truth at that moment. I wasn't willing to accept. I was still hoping that I could be sort of a niece and like a cool mom. Oh, yeah. Um, but I'm not. And I, I have evidence of that, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll go into right now. Oh, I do um, have to say really quick, I think I was an auntie even like in junior high. You know, I don't think I ever was a niece, but I'm okay with it, though. So I'm really okay with it. Well... You're being humble. No, you partied. I'm sorry, <laughs> I know we did. but yeah, we of course. did. Remember? Okay, so yeah, we, we got oh, yeah. some more stories. But first leave, yeah. I did have auntie behavior back then too. I think no, you we've did always not. Had no, it. you did not. No? You were always very popular. Very oh, well, like you the too. cool kid. No, oh, Jesse. By default, like literally, I was like your wingman. <laughs> that I like by osmosis. I was like <laughs> a niece, or like considered cool. That was the only way that happened. So thank you. Well, look, you're welcome. I don't know what the heck. I I totally disagree with that. But all I can say is that now I thank Drew, my 18-year-old, because if it were not for her, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even be the tiniest sliver of cool, which I'm not. But because Drew keeps me cool because Drew's like super cool. So So I like to like live through her. For example, she got like bangs cut a few months ago and I totally copied her and I cut bangs, which whatever (laughs) stalker, crazy, creepy mom. Stevie Uh, really like had a hard time with her bangs. (laughs) I came home and she's all, I don't like those. (laughs) She like didn't even recognize me. But I totally, I mean, I mean, Drew knows that I look to her to keep me cool. Now, I'm not going to try to wear crop tops, okay? Like, that's, no, I'm not going to vibe no, with that. I can't be that. I can't be that. Um, but I can have little, oh, God, there's Steve in the window. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> okay, you guys, my husband is really creepy. He's peering at us through the front window. Hi, guys. And Stevie's waving. Hi, boo-boo. Oh God, I don't even know what they're trying to say. Okay, we are so sorry for that, you no, guys. No, this is what's going to happen. This is real life, this like is hashtag totally mom real. life. Yes, exactly. So I did want to say that I know I'm an auntie, and this is how I know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to come out with the truth. Okay. okay, I have a confession okay. to make. I am an auntie. Um, we had some people over last night. Not many. It was just like Steve's cousins. You know, we're really mm-hmm. close with them, and we did turn up. Okay, oh, so like we started at about two. There were tequila shots. I feel like I I know this crew kind of peripherally. I know, you know you this guys crew. Turn up. Oh, we yeah. do turn up when yeah. it's with this crew, hundo percent. So they came over and I was feeling really cool, you know, taking shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were dancing in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, but how I know I've crossed over and I am an auntie, uh, the party was a wrap by nine. I was embedded <laughs> asleep by nine 30. <laughs> by like 11.30. Totally hung over by 11.30. Like it was, and me and Steve woke up this morning, like sipping our coffee. Like we always do talk about the night before. He's like, what time did everybody leave? And I was like, dude, they left by like nine. He's like, perfect. <laughs> what? We're so <laughs> happy. Well done. Cause I was so tired by then. Oh, yeah. I really couldn't. I was Wait, like, what time did it start? I mean, we did start turning up at like two. Oh, so give me a little cred. You were already but, hung over by yeah. like nine when you went to bed. You totally. were hung over. <laughs> So, I mean, look, the, you know, at first glance, when we first get to partying, if you walk by my house, you hear the music bumping, like, oh, yeah. oh these are, these are nieces. These are oh, like cool parents. I think they will be nieces forever. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. But in reality, um, who you thought was a niece and you thought my party sounded real bumping, uh, this auntie was in bed by nine thirty. So <laughs> the music cut, cut. It was like everybody out. We're tired. It's a wrap. I'm go drink some warm milk and go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> But I will say that I'm actually really proud of myself because uh, my neighbor hit me up. So I, I've met a new neighbor. She oh. just moved in right up the street. Her son is in Stevie's class. So we've become kind of fast mm-hmm. friends. <clears throat> 
And she's really outdoorsy. So she's been like, hey, you want to go on a hike? And so me and Stevie go with them. She hit me up this morning. I went on a like totally like exhausting hike. There were actually like probably ticks and we did see a deer. So it was a real hike. You know, people say I'm going hiking and they're just like walking walking along a a dirt path that has like some dust on it. Yeah. A little bit of dust, but you're not hiking, but you say you are. Mm -hmm. We were like actually Actually hiking. hiking. Um, but the reason I was so glad to go on this hike is something you don't know. Uh, you guys, I just have to tell you, um, Jesse must be like some sort of like overachiever in life. I don't know when this happened, but she did about a year ago. Jesse started like going on a journey of having some me time in the morning. And yes. how you do that mm-hmm. is you go jogging mm-hmm. just about every morning. Yes. Okay. So now Jesse's one of those like cool people who can say like, Oh, I'm a runner. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. So Jesse runs. But the reason I bring that up is, is that Jesse and I share our Apple watch data, uh, data yeah. with each other. An activity. And it really pisses me off because for the last year I have not stepped foot, uh, on a, on a trail of any kind of a treadmill Mm -hmm. or anything, have not been motivated to work out. And, but I get Jesse's fucking notifications. Okay. Like literally don't ever follow me on my Apple watch. I just walked to the nail salon and logged the walk. No, okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes me okay. I was gonna call you out on that because okay, you guys, Jesse literally every freaking day by like seven thirty in the morning, she's won twenty million awards on her Apple Watch. Okay, I'm like this bitch. Like I really regret sharing with each other because you're making me look like a loser. But you guys, I knew Jesse's schedule this morning, so yeah. um, she was gonna come to my house around three o'clock to start recording. But she said, I have a nail appointment. I'm going to get my nails done before I come. And I knew her nail appointment was at one. Okay, you guys, look, I <laughs> literally should be a detective. Yes, I, they, I know. You know, the LAPD, if they want to hire me, mm-hmm. cool. Um, okay, so Jesse's supposedly at the nail salon at one o'clock. Mm-hmm. Two o'clock, she finishes a workout. <laughs> How is that possible? I get a ding on my damn watch that says, Jesse just finished an indoor workout or whatever the hell. And I'm like, yeah. that bitch is getting her nails done. Yeah, I know. How? So now she just revealed to you guys, mm-hmm. everybody here, mm-hmm. that she's a total cheater, mm-hmm. which I will tell you, I have also followed suit with that. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, well, this is how I do it. Because <clears throat> I'm trying to close my rings. Okay. That yeah, is, right. It really is motivating. I'm obsessed with I, it. Yeah. And I yeah. slowly over time um, uh, made my parameters higher and more intense and you know longer minutes more activity you know whatever yeah because you're an overachiever okay, yeah, yeah i'm trying to be so uh what i did like for today is i do walk to the nail salon it's walkable oh okay i walk you. there i pause it yes. while i'm getting my nails done <laughs> then i resume my workout and it ended when, that's why I, t- I texted you i said i'm on my way now yeah i just finished a walk but that it was like less than a mile that was you know a paused a workout that I had finished. Okay. But I that, learned from my, I got to tell you this really quick. Sorry. Yeah. My husband, this is, so he and I are very competitive with one another and he'll be at work and he'll say like, you know, Oscar just finished, uh, I don't even know what kind of workout, but I'm like, you're at work yeah, and he is, he works at a high school and, um, he'll seed the, the grass. But he'll put on his workout while he's seeding the grass. Oh, it's almost yeah. like how you were vacuuming, you said, exactly. with your... <laughs> so, okay, great. Yeah, yeah. thanks for outing me, Jesse. Yeah. Thanks a lot for outing me just now. Okay, great. I wasn't ready to come out yet. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I was going to tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> I learned from the best. That's right. Yes, bitch dirty. We, we do it dirty. Well, th- uh, that's genius because like, yeah. okay, so yeah, you guys, I text. So I only bring this Apple Watch thing up because... In reality, I'm hating on Jesse because I'm jealous. Like she has 20 billion Apple Watch awards, which I could never even like come close to catching up to. But 
you have brought me out of my workout funk. Mm -hmm. Because I get Jesse's notifications, my ass has been working out in my garage gym Mm -hmm. for the last two weeks. Yes, I see it. Yes, Jesse sees my progress. And um, I did text Jesse yesterday or the day before, and I was like, bitch, I was so thirsty to close my exercise rig today that I moved the Apple Watch from my left hand to my right hand because that's the one I pushed the vacuum with, and it uh, worked like a charm. Oh, thank uh, yeah. you. I, know, I told her next it. time to put it on her dog. Like, yeah, put it on just, the, yeah, your dog. She said put it on Shadow, shadow yeah. my German Shepherd. Um, so yeah. So we Even both- if like you cheat and it's dirty the way you close your rings, I don't care. You're it, still moving. I get like a dopamine hit. I, I, I There's too. some kind of like... I feel so good. Yeah. Even if I cheated, a, I don't yeah. cheat, but you're when you still log moving. a workout, it like, it's like you're, you're, um, you're, uh, mastering the system. Like I, I, by logging a walk, if I just were to walk to the yeah. nail salon and not log it, yeah. I burn That's more calories with, I, with logging it than if I didn't, if my right. watch didn't know I was doing right, that right, right. So you literally, Jesse's like a genius uh-huh. uh, for figuring that out. But of course, so when I went on my hike this morning, which I guess, I mean, that is a workout, mm-hmm. but I didn't know if it was going to be an intense hike or not. I let her lead mm-hmm. the way, my neighbor. Did you and do a hike workout or walking? So all I know, I'm still not up on like choosing the right yeah. workout. Mm-hmm. So all I do is always choose the first one. Oh. Uh, so I chose the first one, which it's I don't like know. like an outdoor walk. I, I don't know if it's an outdoor said, yeah. or indoor. But see, you did the hike, it would, it would track your elevation gain. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of stuff. You're so much is. smarter than I am. Yeah. Like, see, okay, I am. Uh, that's again, I'm an auntie because I don't know how the fuck to use this thing. <laughs> like, It'll literally, you. So I make notes. You know, you make notes. We mm-hmm. both make notes mm-hmm. for every episode, just mm-hmm. talking points that we want to hit. And uh, Jesse came through today and went paperless, and oh, so all her notes all are digital. on her phone. Yes, but this is. I was actually impressed by you just now, which again, I'm a freaking auntie. Um, I. <laughs> this is so embarrassing because I actually know to go paperless, but I'm turning into an old lady with this podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I also make notes on my phone. When I watch mm-hmm. the housewives, I make notes in the notes app on right. my phone as you do. Oh, but instead of just reading them off my phone, I fucking printed them out. <laughs> so I, 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 I have, <laughs> where are your readers? Yeah. Here are your glasses. Yeah. And, and it's in a huge, really huge font. font. <laughs> that's probably, that's like 36. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the jitterbug <laughs> phone. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure both my parents have. Uh, um, yeah, I was very embarrassed. We did like, uh, you know, display my notes from last time, which I whatever which I posted I'm, on social media because they were chicken scratch. I, it's, I feel almost like cleansed by it. It's yeah. like a dirty little secret I've had this whole yeah. time. I am a professional. I, you know, but I don't have to have good writing, yeah. and I've never really accomplish it. My, my grandfather hated my writing. Oh, he said, I like, remember back, him. He said, back in my day, you know, we would do circles for hours. Yes. They just taught you how to do a circle. Well, like for all cursive old writing. people have beautiful, it I looks know. like artistic, I know. like calligraphy. calligraphy. Yeah. yeah. Like my, both my parents have gorgeous handwriting, mm-hmm. but those days are gone. And mm-hmm. actually you're a pioneer mm-hmm. because nobody, you didn't know that, but I think you maybe knew at the time you didn't need to have good handwriting. You could get a, uh, get by in life with shitty handwriting because yeah. now nobody writes anything. No, I know. But you I knew think it was, was the coming. beginning of the breakdown of our education and probably like, oh, yeah. I, I tell my mom, I think I was like an undiagnosed ADD. I didn't have the attention span to sit there and spend time doing loop-de-loos on my handwriting. Yeah. I could care less. It's too much. Yeah. It really does take time. And I do know how to write cursive, but now my writing has turned into some variation of like, uh, what do they call it? Print and mm-hmm. cursive. What's, I don't know what it's called when it's not cursive, just right. regular handwriting. Yeah. I handwriting. Know. Whatever. I, do, I like, probably need to get the note. I have a note box 
from the notes. I'll, I have to, I think it's in my storage, but I I'll have to, out. yeah, because I have notes from you. And like with your, your writing was pretty, it was, I mean, it was girly. It was oh like, my how, God. I must have notes from you too. Yeah. In my, I have, uh, a, like, I have a, it's a Vans shoebox that I have all my notes in it. It's awesome. I love reading them. Let's they bust so some of those out. Yeah, okay, we you guys, if Jesse finds her notebox, mm-hmm. maybe as like a follow up to episodes, mm-hmm. you know, we could print, we could um, post some pictures yeah. of our notes back and then. And we can even do a side by side of like my writing then and now. And it's, oh, it's the same. exactly the same. I can a hundred percent tell you right now, like, like I said, I'm basically oh, yeah. a detective. Uh-huh. Um, I am uh, so, which means I'm also a handwriting expert. Right. I mean, don't, I don't want to brag, but I am. Um, but <laughs> I saw your writing on your freaking chicken scratch uh-huh. from episode one, uh-huh. and it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter writes better than I do, and oh. she barely just learned how to write. I swear, that's amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so that's what we've been up to. Yeah. All right, Jess. Enough about us. We have a couple hot topics to discuss before we get into the housewives. And I promise you guys, um, we are going to get into the housewives very soon. We're going to, so today we're going to talk about the Atlanta housewives and the new Joyzy, Joyzy, new Joyzy housewives. But before we do, I wanted to talk a little bit about Megan and Harry. Yes. It's like, I know. The special is airing tonight on CBS by Oprah. I've been waiting for this to come out. It's been, it's, I have it on my recording. It's recording tonight. I cannot. Wait. Me either. And the thing is, you and I were talking earlier. I've never been like, I don't really care about the Royals. I think it's kind of like dumb and whatever. I don't really get it. Um, I don't really track, you know, the Royals yeah, or what they're happening. up to or anything like that. Although I did binge The Crown on Netflix and it was so good. Mm-hmm. But so, that's like based on it, things. So a lot of it was pretty like true ish. Yes, like it was based on real events. I'm. I have like an opposite take from you because I grew up, my mom was, her, her formative years were in England and she, I she was educated that. in like um, English Catholic boarding schools. Right. So, and even my grandfather would refer to her as mum, like M-U-M. Oh my gosh, yes. And he would have tea every night. And we, so, you know, so anyways, I, my grown up with a mother who really, um, honors, uh, like the history and watches like every, uh, what is it? It's like B- all the things on BBC, B- PBS does like yeah. a lot of these shows. She's like, like almost a like a historian with like you know British history. Oh my gosh! But there's so much drama within just like with the current sitting queen. She's almost a hundred years old. Oh my gosh! Which is crazy. She's yeah. been leading this country for I I think since either the fifty yeah. I, whatever. I mean it's like. So much has happened to that family. Yes, over time we the have like Princess is- Diana. We have um, the even like right now with um, her. One of her sons is Pr- Prince Andrew, the one that's yeah. tied to, to the- uh, Je- Jeffrey Epstein. Yes, yes, and so he is that. a real creep. Yes. oh my god. And there's like this, this, and this Megxit scandal. Kind of. I mean, I'm just the fact that they themselves are going to talk about it. You can't get better TV than that. And Oprah's going to host it. Dude, like, Oprah forget Jay. about it. Yeah. Thank you, yeah, I Oprah. Know, yeah. Like Just bowing down. down to you. I yeah. freaking love Oprah. Yeah. Um, you're, but, but yes, you're exactly right. Like I don't track the Royals and had never, have never really been interested. However, I loved Diana and was yes. interested in what she had going on. Mm-hmm. And I love Megan and Harry and mm-hmm. what they have going on. And I love that they are breaking the mold because I I think I've always been somebody who's had an issue with things that just don't progress Mm -hmm. that don't. And I get it. Like I think the Royals have, you know, they've progressed a bit, maybe mm-hmm. like different things, of course, like over time, but they're just so stuck in the ages. You I know, know like, like in the parliament, they, they still wear the wig. Yeah, there's some things that they're just, yeah. yeah they and they really changing. cannot live 
like a, to me, like I would, I would hate that life. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. I would hate to be a Royal. It sounds right. like you're just totally like almost like a prisoner, yeah. which of course they are highly privileged and right. all these things, right. $40 million weddings, all this, mm-hmm. but also a kind of a prisoner in a sense that you just cannot be yourself. You can't go out and really live maybe the way you want to live mm-hmm. because you're a Royal. Right. So I want to talk about that. So, um, and you and I will watch the Oprah special, special tonight, tonight and, and let's talk, talk about, about it, it next, next episode right. for sure. So real quick, I mean, Megan and Harry, first of all, I love that they say Megan's name first in everything. Yeah. Like I was look. I, I like not, I've never actually noticed that. I noticed and Meg's. Well, I think because she's being blamed though yes, too. Like they're trying is. to make it sound like she corrupted him and you know did all of course, this. It's, that's what I hate too. It's like, oh, of course, it's this. Um, you know, this bitch Megan's fault that, you know, Harry was a royal and he was in line to, or he was like falling in line with the royal protocols and then she comes along. It's like, no, 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 don't you do that. Right. Harry right. has his own brain. Right. And you know what I mean? Like, I just, I hate that. But I noticed that they always say her name first and it reminded me of when I had Skylar. Mm-hmm. My son, who's now 23, I had him at a, you know, a young age, but, um, and at the time I was not married Mm -hmm. to his dad, but we were together and we were planning our baby shower. And I just instinctively put my name first on the, on the baby. It was a, it was a dual baby shower, meaning like guys were invited, but also girls. Girls. We just wanted it Mm -hmm. to be like that. But I instinctively, instinctively put my name first, like come to Jamie and so I'm not going to say yeah, his name. Right, yeah. I, I guess I could, but whatever. Yeah. Jamie and so-and-so's, you know, baby uh-huh. shower, but his grandmother had an issue with it. She mm-hmm. pulled me aside yeah. and was like, Jamie, I think you should consider changing it to his name and then your name because that's what's proper. Oh, and of course my, I was like, mm, that gives me even more reason to keep <laughs> it because yeah. I'm pretty sure. Like, actually, I'm going to remove his name altogether. Thank you. Actually, now his <laughs> friends and him are not invited right. and neither are you. No, like I literally like, um, I'm just like, dude, I'm carrying a baby. Yeah. This was supposed to be my baby shower. I was kind enough to invite him and his friends. That's so right. he should feel lucky yes. that his name is even on this invitation. Yeah. That's just, that's <clears throat> old school. It's old. And I don't subscribe I to that. Know. No. I don't subscribe no. to that. Although like there's certain things where, yeah, like I'll just instinctively write Steve's name first, my husband right. now, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I truly was like, this is my baby shower. I'm right. carrying a fetus. I'm the one who is growing this human. Yeah. Like, let me have this. Yeah, all right. This like my, my time to first. shine. Yeah, that's right. And which of course you were at that baby shower. Of course. Um, so let's talk about Megan and Harry. So mm-hmm. I just noticed that her name appeared first, thought that was interesting, but mm-hmm. I want you to give me your take on, we saw that Bethany Frankel from Real Housewives mm-hmm. of New York had a hot take on yes. Twitter. I think it was like on Twitter and maybe her, maybe she, I don't know how her podcast came into it too, which I yeah. didn't even know she had a podcast. Yeah. Um, but everybody does. Cause look at us, but yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Everybody's got a podcast these days. Right. But, um, no, she basically is saying that to, I, I think from what her statement, from what I gathered, do you have the statement written down? No, I, I didn't, didn't. It was, I was, and I want to hear, I, Basically, she's saying like they're like a privilege. Like, yes, don't go on. Yeah, you're neighbors with Oprah. You, she's on your speed dial, and you're yeah, cry me a river. It was like cry me a river. Oh, but how she like um, minimized like what she was doing. She she said something about her being. on that game show, like yes. your game oh, show oh. host. Yeah, but she, she, she was, was on Deal or No Deal. Yeah. Yeah, Megan was. So yeah, yeah so I look at Bethany. Look, yeah. for one reason, people like you because you, you created a lot of drama on mm-hmm. the housewives. And right. yeah, you, you're a very strong woman with strong opinions. My take on it, and I didn't read too much into it, but I briefly read like one article mm-hmm. on it. I didn't like, I didn't like it. 
No, it's right. No, you're good. Jess, Jesse's uh, looking up. I'm doing some. Uh, are you on TikTok um, right now? Like, what, am I putting you to sleep? And you're fucking watching TikTok right now? I'm looking for the episode. I mean, for the article. And it, they clicked on the Oprah thing. Oh, Jesse's looking for the article okay, right now. But yeah, it. basically, I didn't like what Bethany had to say. And um, but yeah, what? So what? Do you have it up? Yeah. What, what did um, Bethany she say? She just said uh, that she's a fairly unknown actress. Um, she went from, Megan. yeah, going from a fairly unknown actress to suffering in a palace with tiaras and a seven figure wedding for two whole years and being a household name. And yet she's going to complain about that kind of what, where that got her mm-hmm. and how that they don't have their privacy. And even people are, the other people are slamming them for like, well, then, but you're doing this two hour special, which they're supposedly not getting paid for. Right. Oprah. Is, is getting like seven mil. Bank. Oh, yeah. Or something like that. I, I heard seven mil. I didn't know if that was Harry and Meghan getting it or Oprah I, getting it. Something about like they're works. not doing it, but it's <clears throat> also opportune timing because I think there's some business ventures that they're going to be yeah. um, going down or doing and that I think that this would be um, beneficial for them. Mm-hmm. So, so well, yeah. well, so Bethany had that hot take and look. Yes, I get it. When so it's hard when you're a celebrity. Yes, you are privileged. You you have all this money. You have all these um people who serve you or whatever do things for you. So when one case, I understand, but it's a tough position to be. But they're still human. This is just my opinion. Right. So I think I understand what Harry and Meghan are going through. Like I can understand that it's probably has been very hard for her to enter into this royal world. Yes, I understand she had a $40 million wedding, whether she wanted it or not. Who knows if she even wanted it? Royals will force that on you because you're a royal. You're going to have a 40 million. So it's, I don't picture her going, I want a $40 million wedding. Damn it. it It's like, yeah, it's like they're Royals, so they're gonna do a right. forty. If Harry's right. involved, and and historically, the weddings of the children of the royal family, or they're very like princess die. Like, oh we, yeah, so those are iconic to images do. that we like are burned into our brain. That that dress that she wore, yes. like it is something you do. It's something it's you do whether you want it or not. Right. So I'm not gonna pin that on her. Like oh, the forty million dollar wedding and all the and so I guess all this is to say that. I feel for Megan. I think she seems like a decent human being. I think she has been through a lot. Do I think she's privileged because she now is a royal or was a royal? Yeah, she's maybe more, she's more privileged than she was before, but it also comes with a lot of effed up baggage that I would never want. Mm -hmm. Give me my anonymity. I don't want that shit. Like I would hate to live that life. So I feel for her. I think Bethany's just. Look, we're called um, judgy and juryish, but I think Bethany was being a real judgy, oh, super. you know, and yeah. just kind of like kind of mean girl. Yeah. You know, that's like that's the take. It seemed like a mean girl comment. Yeah. Take. yeah. And just because you're a celebrity who's kind of rich or a mega rich, you are still allowed to have hard days and say as much like, mm-hmm. hey, this has been really hard for me mm-hmm. without us going, well, boo hoo. Right. You and your you tiaras. And no, yeah. I think she still has hard days. You yeah, know, she's she had coming into it like with her dad, all of that that happened and. Um, there was a lot of drama going into the, to the marriage and Absolutely. with their relationship. And I, I'm just curious to see what they have to say. And part of me wants to think, you know, the biggest, um, like cross to bear is like with Harry, who absolutely he really like kind of, and he said, I think there was like a quote from tonight's interview that he, it's not that they disconnected, they stepped back Mm -hmm. so there's still like a relationship but the queen doesn't seem Uh, very happy of course she's not yeah no but i love i i love that they are doing them Mm -hmm. and they're like 
Well, screw you and your royal status. Yeah. I don't need your shit. I'm going and to you know Santa what? Barbara. Yeah, I'm going to Montecito go next to Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> I'm just fine. Like, yeah. and I think they, that Harry and Meghan got a huge Spotify deal for a podcast, uh, right? So, I mean, they're going to be fine. They don't need shit. No. Like, they're going to be fine. No. And actually, they'll probably be better off mm-hmm. without that royal status because it comes with a lot of bullshit. Oh yeah. I just that I would be like an animal in a cage if mm-hmm. I had to be like I could never never marry a royal because. I would just, I could not. You have to conform. It's all about line. conforming to. Yeah, yes, I can't because do that. The, you're, there's like, think of that bloodline. Like what, you know, the, the long history throughout their family yeah. of what they are representing. Yeah. And, you know, they are drawing parallels with Harry and Princess Di because she remember she kind yes. of once they divorced, I which was a that. big scandal and then was, um, you know, doing, you had other relationships and mm-hmm. living her life. Harry's kind of doing that. Like, He's, so. And they always say that Harry takes after his mother yes. in his personality and his empathy mm-hmm. for others and, you know, all the, I, I just, I love it. I wish them well. I cannot wait to see this uh, interview with Oprah. More to come on that. You and I will definitely discuss it. Yeah. Yeah. So Kim K filed for divorce from Kanye. The news is out. He's apparently living in, you know, their big Wyoming house. She has stayed in LA with the kids. Um, I I wasn't surprised by this. No. And I think we could have all seen it coming. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they were married for seven years, but four kids. Four kids, beautiful kids. But the thing is, I think that there are some fundamental differences in their personalities and how they do life that could have never worked. I don't think he would work with anybody though. Right. He He has some major uh, bipolar, borderline personality, narcissism. I don't know what he's diagnosed with, but it's something. And he's like a super, super, super creative brain that it's almost like he can't get out of it ever, ever to think rationally and to think like a businessman. Mm-hmm. He's just so uber, mm-hmm. he just thinks so big that sometimes it just, it, it's too, but I think you got to reel yourself people in. around him. Yeah. And I think they did support him for years. And I think it's, it was like a slow breakdown of their marriage. Yes. And I think it was always chalked up to, he's an artist. He's an and artist. This, he's you know, he's got to be creative. He I don't want to change freedom. Him. Yeah. I mean, I would never wear a pair of Yeezys. I don't, oh. I do not like oh, them. Sorry. The croc version ones, I, I cannot do. Yeah. But I anyways, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's, it's definitely debatable whether how artistic he is or whether it's kind of like, you know, someone who puts like a piece of art on the wall and calls it art. And yeah. it's like, a, you know, I don't know. And everybody like, stands around. They're like, like oh, it's amazing genius. that you're all on the wall. Like that's a bunch of paint strokes on right, a freaking right. piece of paper. I don't know. Is it genius? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And it's just like, I could see that it just, I mean, can you, you know, Kim K and her family are very much of the mind, you know, protect our image, be careful what you tweet. Let's, um, you know, they're, they're worried about their brand mm-hmm. and their image. But then you have Kanye just running amok on Twitter, 20 million tweets. He's like, you know, just going off on Twitter and she can't reel him in. And that's got to be really hard for somebody like her who doesn't think that way and would never do that. Like Kim K would never be that messy. For our entertainment, thank God for, uh, you know, that people like either took like screenshots of these because if they were deleted, we still have those tweets. The second that a Kardashian or a Kanye West puts something out, even if they delete it, 60 seconds later, somebody screen grabbed Someone it already, and put it somewhere. Yeah. Oh, and I love it. So, I mean, he talked about Stormy. Like, there's so many God, he talks shit about Chris Jenner. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, it was so, just a lot. For our so, entertainment, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. But, and it's yeah. obviously, it's like sad to see, you know, it I would is. hate to see a family, you know, uh, like break through, up yeah. and they've got kids. So it is, I'm sure it's like, it's really hard, mm-hmm. but uh, I can totally understand why she filed. It seems yes. like he would be a lot. Um, I mean, she's, I mean, she's becoming a lawyer. I really do want to see her become a lawyer. Oh, like I want yes. to see that she really follows that through because I mean, it just would be such a great ode to her father and it just yes. shows like her growth and her continuing to better herself yeah. as annoying as she could be or, and yeah. where she started. I don't care. It's like, it's, it's you have to give credit where credit's due. Absolutely. Like I'm not better a huge, yourself. you know, I, I am not a huge Kardashian fan, but I'm not like a huge Kardashian hater. I think right. I was at one time cause they, either they annoyed me pretty bad, but now I've sort of like reeled myself in and actually like, you know, they're actually, I think for the most part, they're like decent human beings. I don't think they're all monsters. Mm -hmm. Um, are they privileged and spoiled and bratty and annoying sometimes? Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure we all have a little bit of that in us, but, um, I do give respect where respect is due. I cannot wait to see what she does, Mm -hmm. uh, for criminal justice because look, Hater or lover, she has a huge platform. Mm-hmm. And if that means helping people who are wrongfully imprisoned, right. um, you know, things like that, mm-hmm. get justice. Hallelujah. That's amazing. Let's do it. Right. Yes. I'm in. That's like philanthropic where it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And it's actually really smart on her part too, because you only have your looks for so long. Not, I mean, she's a beautiful woman. I think she'll be beautiful well into mm-hmm. her, you know, 60s, yeah. 70s, whatever. But it's got to be tiring to always have to look that good every day for a job. She's thinking ahead because Kim's smart. And she's like, look, I don't want to always be Kim K. Like, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I've got psoriasis. She's even said that. Like, I have psoriasis. I can't get rid of it. You know, it's it's on my face sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so she's even said, like, let me get out of this life in like five or ten years. This is my exit plan to become a lawyer where I don't have to like – She's always going to look good, mm-hmm. but she doesn't have to look good to get a paycheck. No. Right? right? So now she gets to go on to this other. So good for her. Can't wait to watch her journey doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's take a hard left. It's still Kardashian. <laughs> but <laughs> I recently bought a couple pairs of Chloe's oh, Good, good American, American Jeans. Yes. And they're, okay, look, I don't care, Gen Zers on TikTok, F uh-huh. you, but they yeah. are skinny jeans, even yeah. though you say I'm not supposed to wear skinny jeans. Well, she just broke away from that, though. Okay, tell me more. Okay, so just today, I think Chris Jenner, it was either today or yesterday, and she showed, you know, they send these like elaborate packagings, like how Beyonce sends like an entire trunk to your house right. of like clothes. It was a locker, like a school oh locker. Um, I want to say it was like two lockers. Yeah. So an entire school locker that, so it's very, and all nineties, they're called nineties American, good American, nineties, good American jeans. And they are the like high waisted, baggy, Mm. distressed, Mm. have holes in it, boot cut. Like I can't, no, I can't They look awful, but the packaging was kind of interesting because it then inside the locker is like two jeans hanging, two Mm -hmm. pairs of jeans on, you know, in their locker. And there's like a lot of like 90s stickers and candy that was like popular at that time. That's Um, cute. The packaging was kind of interesting. Yeah. Which you and I, I mean, look, anything that you and I were teenagers Mm -hmm. in the 90s. So Mm -hmm. I call myself a 90s kid. You were a 90s kid. Like I relate to the 90s. So I love anything 90s. Like that's, that's exciting. Uh, However, I, I just, you literally have to have a certain body to pull off those freaking mom jeans to yeah. make it look good on yeah. your body. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen I it. I don't have that happen, but maybe not with like the bell bottom at the end or whatever they call it, flared leg. Yeah. Maybe like a straight leg or 
or I mean, tapered it's like leg the mom jeans. It's like the raver cross color pant. Like it's they're huge. Like, yeah, but it's there. But it's like a snatched waist. Like it comes up and it's tight. Right. You got to see it. Like you got to okay. get a picture of these. I have not. Pretty, I will Google yeah. it once we're done talking yeah. here. Yeah, but I to. will say I did. I am obsessed with my two pairs of Good American really? jeans that are skinny jeans. Obsessed. Like they know, fit so well. Yeah. And they make me feel good. So, um, you know, I'm definitely on board. Like yeah. I'm a customer. I'll yeah. buy more jeans, but yeah, I ain't yeah. doing the mom jean. Hell I can't pull no. them off. No, I'm short, stocky. There's, I have a short torso. There's no freaking way yeah. I can pull it off. I can't do I, it. only time I even kind of maybe do anything was like the time where it was like the super low waisted. Oh, you but I had, that. But I had to have the flat. I don't have that now. I have a postpartum, whatever. <laughs> two children have lived in the thing. We have thing. a postpartum pooch. <laughs> yeah. So those days are gone too. Okay. Well, you know, I just it just sucks that our freaking age and I know. you know our damn kids take everything I know. away from us. I know, no, but we love them. I do still. love them. I'm yes. obsessed. I know. All right, Jesse. Okay, enough banter. Like, That's let's right. get into the housewives. What came to do. That's right. And uh, so today, let's talk about the Atlanta housewives and the Jersey housewives. Let's go with Atlanta first. Got it. Um, the first note I have here. Mm-hmm. Is that Cynthia, who we all know is an auntie, she is not a niece, no. um, she took actual written notes on the bachelorette party. Did you catch that? No. There was some, like, she, I forgot who was having a conversation, but she literally pulled out written notes about notes she had taken, I think, about the bachelorette party. My note says Cynthia took actual written notes. On what? I can't remember, but was I... Was she talking about it with her... When did she ha- pull these out to do God what dang it. it. Now I'm forgetting... See, this is how bad... Okay. I'm so old. Like, I Your feel memory. so old. My memory sucks. I just recently watched the episode. Yeah. My note here says Cynthia took actual written notes, but I can't remember yeah, what it was about. on, but I know she took written notes and uh-huh. I think it was the bachelorette party. Oh I think gosh. she took notes on like what occurred, what oh, went down. maybe, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's all right. So yeah. So I think that she took written notes, which dude, so anti-status. Oh, like hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then somebody said that's okay. Referring to Bolo's penis, uh-huh. they're talking about like, is it real or is it fake? Well, I think it's real. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I guess right. I could go no, to his only I, fans, yeah. but mm-hmm. I haven't. Um, well, he was on Watch What Happens Live, and he is like basically saying, like, "No, it's all real." Yes, I saw yeah. him on. Watch yeah, what, and I love the game. He was very uncomfortable. He was and of so course like the word to drink was Bolo. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. So everybody was like shit phase. I know. But no, Andy's asking him such like embarrassing questions. Oh, he Andy was like, okay, we're gonna play a game where we compare your penis to an object and you tell us yeah, is, is it, it is it close to that size? Is it is it bigger or smaller than and a Cynthia was on and had to play along too? Yeah. You know? yeah. And he's like, well, you know. And, uh, and he was like this mic stand or something yeah, like that. Yeah. They're like, or a windshield wiper. A windshield- <laughs> was one of the things they compared it to. <laughs> and then Cynthia came in hot. She was just like, well, well, the girth. Yeah, the girth is, or it's, it's bigger that's around, yeah. but it ain't as long. Yeah. You know? She's like, it's not as long as a windshield wiper. So I don't think I that bit that. turned out as good as they thought it was going no, to. No, and Bolo was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. He was kind of like playing cool guy or mm-hmm. I don't know. He was just uncomfortable. With yeah. The thing. Well, speaking of like the windshield, what I thought was kind of funny in one of the notes I have about this, this episode is it was all of them having to tell their husbands kind of, or yes. watch that interaction between like, so what happened? And they like, you know, they didn't comp- they didn't tell all of it, but right. they, you know, walked carefully and like what they said. But Cynthia said, she goes, you know, he just pulled it out. And it's just kind of like a windshield wiper, like yeah. a <laughs> 
And he's like, was it like a brand brand or, or like a, a brand? Yeah. yeah. And then he gets a water bottle. <laughs> yeah. Cynthia's husband or soon to be husband. They were yeah. quite married. Yeah. And he starts like going back and forth with the water bottle and getting his, you know, junk all in her face. And I thought that was cute. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. And then Drew had the uncomfortable conversation with yes. her husband, which, yes. you know, it, it's, it's that uncomfortable, like, you know, when you actually go to a bachelorette party, it's usually not filmed. So you can go home and tell your husband like, Oh yeah, it was fun. But like, I think we all say the same thing, which to be honest, this is pretty much mostly honest. I'm right. really not into male strippers. No. They may be uncomfortable. I'm like, dude, go away, go yes, away. Do not no. dance on me. Yeah. But, um, when you come home, you always want to play it down. That's just like your instinct. And you right. always like, are like, Oh yeah, the dude was really ugly and cheesy. Yeah. I didn't like him. Right. You know, right. I'm sure like that's what we all say to our husbands. Oh yeah. Well, Drew, I, I kind of feel like, cause she, I, out of all of them who had, who did tell their husbands or that we've watched them tell their husbands, she was the most honest. Like she didn't yeah. have to tell him all the things that she told him. Cause it, you know, we, we as an audience know that some of that wasn't even filmed, but she still told him, I think yeah. she got like, she, she clapped it for him and she twerked and now she's yeah. so happy because she can teach, show him how she twerks. Yeah. I like that little positive spin yeah. she put on it, like yes. made it for him, which is kind of funny. But I, my uh, kind of like judgment of like where she's coming from mm-hmm. with all of this is that she's still whatever happened in Florida yes. was this Tampa <clears throat> that she's owed this like she's allowed to do this because it's gonna somehow make what happened even even though she does not know what happened yep. and it sometimes like denies well I guess nothing happened because he says nothing happened he doesn't and have I have any to believe answers. it no doesn't even won't even like, even when she again brought up like I don't even know what hotel you stayed in mm-hmm. he still would not and he say said, he looked at her he deflected like totally mm-hmm. gaslighted and he's like. Um, uh, the, the, the questions you want answers to are stupid. Yeah. It's like, no bro, answer yeah. it. What hotel right. are you at? That's so, so easy. um, yeah. I am totally team drew on this. Oh, like yeah. her husband needs a, that's, it's shady. Yes. Whatever happens seems a little shady. Yes. But I do think that this was some kind of like revenge. And I think that's mm-hmm. why she felt comfortable in what she was going to do that night. And almost like premeditated this, that she was going to like live her life this night. Okay, I not never would have thought back. about that, opi- mm-hmm. that opinion, but I'm totally, I agree with you. I think she's I think been that looking that's... for an opportunity to somehow even the playing field. And she knew she could come home and be like, well, you know, yeah. I, I made it clap for yeah, him, this and right. that. And she but just I came... don't know what you did in Tampa. Yeah, so. exactly. So, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Well played. Well yeah. played, Drew. Yes. I like that. Yeah. Um, and then at one point somebody said, you know, I don't know if his penis is fake or real. And they called it the human, I call it a human bladder infection. Do you remember who said that? I have a quote that says human bladder infection, which at first I had to think like, well, what does that mean when somebody has a big penis human, but is that just like, it's so big that it's going to infect your (laughs) vagina? Like, I don't don't ever Yeah. I was, I, I did hear that. I don't know who said it, but it's yeah. like, what are, how are you drawing this analogy? Like, what well, are I you? affectionately, like, I don't know how, you know, people refer to junk in different ways, but yeah. like if, if a I dude, love the dong. I love said, the dong. Oh. Dong is like, I love it. And then you have to enunciate the, the dong. dong. Yeah. That was my, you said it last week. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Well, I like to affectionately, uh, affectionately refer to if a guy, um, not that I am speaking from experience. I'm just saying if somebody uh-huh. talks about a, a big wiener, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, well, was he Girth Brooks? That's a good one. Bada bing. Yeah, bada bing, bada boom. Uh, yeah, was he Girth Brooks? You know, was he, was he girthy? Yeah. Was he, you know. Right. Um, all right. And then Shamia at one point in the episode said, I'm a married woman. I was in bed. So I, I, I believe I don't, Shamia. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think, I even last week I was thinking, I don't think it's, I still think I hold tight to Tanya 
And Portia and 100%. Bolo. Yeah, and Bolo. Mm-hmm. And now I think this episode, which we're going to get into, mm-hmm. gave us a little more evidence. Mm-hmm. Candy's all but mm-hmm. spilled the beans. Yeah. You oh, know? yeah. I so. know. I know. It hurt that guy that whoever helped her like facilitate this was like, he was kind of cringing. Like, he's like, yeah, I heard the card like came to pick him up, but didn't leave until seven o'clock. And I and love the faces he makes too. Oh, yeah. Like, he's I just know. like so judgy on these women. He's like, <laughs> almost he's like, like you saying, ew. I know. Like, ugh. ew. Like, oh my god! Yeah, I can't. Uh, I did like when because um, Drew went to um, Portia's house um, to kind of catch up, and they yeah. talked about some things. But my the only thing I wrote down from that interaction, which I know they talked about more, and and it seemed like a little bit more of Portia just saying like, you know, there's girl code, and you know, you can't. And Kenya trying to put somebody on blast is, you know, um, that's breaking girl code. Yes. But she called Kenya a punk ass bitch. Oh! She's like, she's a punk ass bitch. Dude, I, I, so I love any quote yeah. too. Oh, okay. I 100% and I'm so glad you brought it up because my quote was, um, she said, hold on. She said, I don't call. Oh, Portia says, I didn't take it as an innuendo. I took it as being a punk ass bitch. Right. <laughs> yes. So <Portia>. good. <laughs> I know. I loved it. I just had to write it down because it was just good. I did Anybody too. being called a punk ass bitch or a baby back bitch or anything oh. like that. I like, love it. I love it. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Okay. So, and it's so annoying because freaking Kenya kept dwelling on the fact that there was a threesome. Okay. We get it. And yeah. she's like holding court in the last episode. Mm-hmm. That was weird and awkward and stupid. And it wasn't funny. It's so annoying to me. Like, Kenya just, she literally at one point, I have a quote written here. She said it was disgusting, whatever happened in that house. It's like, bitch, if these girls want to get their rocks off and they're in a relationship that allows that or not in a relationship, Mm -hmm. so they, you know, they're a single woman, if they want to do something with a stripper, this is a bachelorette party. Like they can do that. I mean, did they ever think they were like with she, her behavior wasn't like, that of a saint. I mean, they said they could see like her uterus, you know, like when she yeah, was like, exactly, she was, she was spreading yeah. her legs wide right. open. And again, I have no issue with that. Right. This no. is a bachelorette right. party. Have fun. Quit right. being so judgy mm-hmm. on like these women. Yeah. Like a prude, like, mm-hmm. and you, she just kept dwelling and dwelling and it was disgusting. And mm-hmm. Portia was just like, you know, fuck this bitch. Mm-hmm. Like you could see it in her eyes. Um, but Portia does think it, they showed like, um, flashbacks of when Portia had possibly called her out and like, back in past seasons for right. kind of having hoe behavior. That's true. And so, you know, Portia, I mean, not Portia, Kenya holds a grudge. Like I've never seen oh. anybody hold a grudge. She does. She remembers everything, she like does. everything. And, and she will at somehow systematically calculated, get you back. She hundred percent will. And of course we like a little bit of shade, which, you know, Atlanta always has like the best shade. Like I, they have, they say the best, uh, one liners, you mm-hmm. know, and, um, shade each other so well, like mm-hmm. they're professionals. But Kenya also just has a hard time having relationships with women. She just oh, really struggles. No. I said, I think that comes friend. from, she has a very, um, she doesn't even have a relationship with her mother that's affected her entire life. Um, and I think that she probably has a hard time trusting women or feeling, you know, um, loved by them or accepted, but she does have a really difficult time. But even with men in her life. No, she does. Like her husband, that, that's a well, mess. Is, that whole thing's a mess, which we can get to that. Are we done talking about that? Yeah, the we're done Kenya talking part? about that. Um, and I just real quick. So obviously Tanya put herself at the scene of the crime. Oh, like Tanya, yeah. like, I slept I, in her bed. Yeah, she literally admitted. I'm like, bitch, <laughs> like, Tanya, that. I know. <laughs> don't do it. Um, but I love it's like Tanya. a rookie move. Yeah. yeah, I love Tanya. I love yeah, Portia. And if they had a threesome with Bolo, great. Get it, girl. Good. And, um, there was something else about that, but I can't remember. Um, 
Yeah, we're done talking about that. We well, really, candy basically spilled the beans too. The, well, oh yeah, on the threesome. Um, but just to to kind of wrap up the bolo night, I wanted to move. I wanted to bring up Kenya's divorce or that he filed in New York. Yes. I wanted to talk a little bit about that. So I don't know if you took any notes about I that did. or you do want to yeah. discuss oh, it. Yeah, okay, of course. I mean, that's kind of. I don't want to spend too much time, but um, so uh, Kenya's husband, Kenya goes to see her lawyer to kind of just follow up with uh, what she thought was going to be about a custody discussion. And then she finds out her husband filed for divorce in New York, which he was saying it's, he can't do that because she doesn't reside there. And yeah. I, I mean, I really don't know about, like, I don't know the, the laws. I don't, I don't either, but I guess she can't, he can't do that. Um, but what I found interesting is that he's asking for alimony. Oh my gosh. What? I, I know. Uh, what a pig. Already. You, I hate the, him. the fact that they were saying, I think the producer said something like, well, first they asked her, why are you not even filing? Why are you pursuing the custody battle first before the divorce? Because right. she was still basically is hoping for some kind of reconciliation yeah. of this relationship. She seemed flattered that he was sending her love songs. Yeah, there's a song. Oh, yeah that's why her lawyer like totally laughed. Like yeah. in her, he just like busted out laughing. He did. Like, that yeah. sucked. Yeah. Um, it, but it's so sad because it's like, yeah, like you're, you're still trying to secure this custody over your daughter. He could care less about the custody of his daughter. Yeah. He's, he's just trying money. to divorce your ass yeah. and get money. Yeah. Which he had said in previous episodes, he he's never. acting like a big, you know, with his big dick energy. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, my restaurant, whatever, I'll just start over again. Like he's some big baller. Oh, but you're, I guess you're not that big of a baller. Cause now you're asking her for, for alimony. alimony. And how does that even work? Cause in California, you can't get alimony, I don't think, unless you've been married a certain number of years. Their marriage was over in the blink of an eye. Right. I don't, so I don't know what the laws right. are in Georgia, it seems but how's he going to get alimony if they were married for a hot second? Right. I, I know. mean, I, know. I don't know. What a dick. I, I hate know. him. He's awful. He was so cringy to watch and he the changed season, Kenya right? so much. Just like yes. Portia's first husband yes. changed her. Oh yeah. Kenya was different and she subdued was quiet and, and quiet. And yes. Submissive. No. Yeah. And I just, I did, I want no part of that relationship no, working out, no. you know, even though they have a daughter together. Um, so they, Candy said something funny about Portia when referring back to the bolo night. Uh, Candy's like, well, and Portia looking like she was in heat. <laughs> I think she was. Dude, she was. So then <laughs> so many comments. Like right after Candy said she looked like she was in heat, the producers flash back to Portia's face. And mind you, Portia's wearing a plastic mask. Right. that like looks ridiculous uh, with the, the construction glasses and a shield over her yeah. face. And she's literally melting into yeah. the couch because yeah. she is so fucking turned on. She's like, oh. <laughs> like Candy said oh, she was in heat and they cut to Portia like literally oh, melting know. into the couch. Yes. Because she was so horny oh, yeah. for freaking Bolo. Yeah. This is where editing is everything. And again, this is why I love Bravo. Genius. Yes, I love Gen- that kind of stuff. Yes. So that was amazing. Yeah. And then... Okay, so let's talk about Kenya. So this was like a weird, awkward meeting. So obviously, Latoya brought a cake to Kenya's photo shoot, oh, which right. I think is like the biggest amount of shade. Like, bitch, get fat on your photo shoot. You <laughs> and know, she lost four pounds. But you know what's yeah. crazy? She looked amazing. She, she only lost great. four pounds that she said. I'm like, of course. And she we talked great. about like their weight going the yeah. right places. Like, she looked amazing. Because only four pounds gone. Is all in the right places. Oh, which she was like, her stomach was flat. I was just like, how the hell I know, do her you do this? Flat. She looked yeah. great. Her ass is right. always popping. Right. So Latoya shows up with a cake, cake and they have this conversation, which I thought was pretty shocking when, um, Kenya's like, well, I, I had a crush on you and here you are making yeah. out with my enemy. I'm not, I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but right. like, 
dude, she she said she has a crush on Latoya. Yeah. Do you buy that? No, I feel like it's a storyline. I feel like they it's a it's a fabricated storyline mm-hmm. because some of the other girls give hints to it. They talk about it a little bit, but I don't buy it at all. No, I don't either. I don't think Kenya likes women. No, I don't. I don't. I and so to to be, I just I don't buy her this infatuation with um what is her name? I can't I already forgot her Latoya. name. Latoya. Mm-hmm. Because she's just annoying, but I, I don't buy it. I do feel like it's fabricated. What do you think? I agree with you. I think that it's fabricated. I could never picture Kenya getting down with a woman. I just Heck can't no. picture it. No. It's just not in her. No. There are other women on the cast who I can 100% yeah. you know, see it, and we right. have seen it, right. and that's all good. But no, I think it's a storyline. They're trying to be interesting. I don't really know. They probably had it in their back pocket not knowing how explosive the bolo all they needed was that bolo episode i'm i don't care what they do with the rest of the season i don't, I don't even care i don't even remember no. what happened pre-bolo no like, I, don't I, need I actually remember. like it's like it's all fog. bullshit like in a fog yeah. i can't even remember yeah none, none of it mattered no bolo is what matters <laughs> 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 um, oh and i love on watch what happens live when he was like so like tell it like how does somebody book you he's like well just get in touch with you know the right you know whatever's like on his instagram you know handle or something um but he wouldn't get a, give away his price it's like how much would it be to book you? He's yeah. like, we can discuss that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, was like just so a secretive. sly <laughs> businessman. You know, just call my people, yeah. have your people call my people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was funny because at one point, you know, Cynthia's talking to her family or somebody and they zoom in on her freaking ashy foot. Oh yeah. Her, her daughter calls her out on that. <laughs> oh, her daughter called her out on it. And her of course- feet looked fine. It was like, it was the, daughters can, I'm just not looking forward to, oh did God. Drew ever do anything like that to you? No, I feel did, like she's so respectful. Drew is very respectful and actually- Skylar too, like my, I, I have to say like my kids, I was meaner to my mom than my kids are to me. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, how? Um, but you and I, okay, this is the thing. Me and my sister can kind of be like their Kardashians are with their mom when they get mm-hmm. annoyed by her. And I will admit that like we mm-hmm. will get a little like, ah, mom, yeah, like right. she's can be annoying or whatever. Um, but we like love our mom to death course, and we're yeah. obsessed with her. Um, but with your mom, uh, uh-huh. with Donna. Oh no. Oh, I, you and I, I fear her. I still I have fear, fear your mom. Yeah. I, I have fear. Fear your mom and I respect your mom and I never step out of line. You with know, and I even ask her cause you know, I always tell myself like the things I kind of meditate on is I want to be more quiet, more present, um, more patient, you know, all these things. And I, other, but uh, what it's really like is I'm like, I said, sit down <laughs> right there. You know, I, but my mom never had to do that. No. She quietly instilled so much fear in us, but she was an amazing mom, yes. like an amazing, like smart, beyond smart, yep. strong, always the best advice, but quietly did it. And I just, sometimes I just have to tell myself, like, be more quiet, yeah. like shut up. Mm-hmm. You don't need to react to everything and let it play out a little bit. And it's almost like she left us with some of our own thoughts that we had to navigate it ourselves, True. what we were doing wrong or like why, correct. why is she not? Like she, I could tell she's a little bit upset, but she would never be loud about anything. Your mom, it was more quiet. I never saw your mom, and I was at your house like yeah, I know, every a lot. I know. day for years. But your mom doesn't explode. Your mom, no. she's that quiet, but just but you still fear her, mm-hmm. and so and I still like I will I could never come against your mom. <laughs> like you know how I feel about your mom. I know, I know. Um, so they zoom in on her foot. Yeah, I thought that foot. was funny because yeah. like Cynthia even called it out. She's like, oh, great. Now, you know, the cameras are going to zoom in. And oh, yeah. I love that they like break the fourth wall. Is that what yeah. it's called? Yes. Yeah. But they kind of are more doing that in I the house franchises yeah. now mm-hmm. instead of pretending like we all don't know, like cameras are set up there right. and this right. is a TV you show. You have a big old light hanging over your head yeah. and boom or something. Yeah. Um, and I also, um, you know, as far as the 
the episodes coming up, I mean, we can see a lot of conflict coming up, as yep. you can expect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a quote. Drew said this, I think, to LaToya. Okay. Drew's quote in an upcoming episode is, you weren't looking for God. You were looking for some dick. Yeah. <laughs> Dick, God, dick, <laughs> two syllables. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I think that's in reference to because I've seen some stuff online that maybe Latoya was messing around with a priest or I, oh yeah I don't I know what's going to come Have of heard, that but there's some it's somebody of like some I think religious background or preacher yeah. or something like that something yeah. like that yeah. so that so was we'll pretty epic to quote be, yeah to come so that's Atlanta I think that you know the mystery solved the threesome mm-hmm. was probably Portia Tanya mm-hmm. Bolo okay move right. on can't wait for the next episode right. um, but let's talk about Joyzy 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 right um, so again of, this is like another episode of you know you were kind of seeing like the aftermath of like. A major event that happened. Yeah, the rumor and, you know, uh, Teresa exploding on Jackie. So, of course, Jackie doesn't go on the girls' trip because she's just, like, still affected by the rumor. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought we see Marge on the phone with her husband. And basically, I have a quote here. Marge, is, Marge said, well, what do you think, Joe? Like, what do you oh, – no, no, that's Teresa. How does oh. Marge – Joe, what do you think? Joe, what do you, what do you think about the whole thing? What, what's your take, Joe? Give me a nice coffee. Give me a nice coffee. I don't know. Yeah, I wish like, she doles out those ice coffees. Ice like, coffee. I'm off with the ice coffee. <laughs> I noticed that. What do you want, Nick? Go get, get an ice coffee. Get, get the ice Joe, and you pour Joe. it on the thing. Yeah, Joe, get an ice coffee. This, oh, let me do it You myself. want an ice coffee? Do you want an ice coffee? Like, <laughs> that should be like on a drinking game. Like as many times as she says ice coffee. Yeah, that's like you would word. be blacked out drunk. A hundred percent. She like, offers that is, everybody an ice yeah, coffee. which I can relate because I just downed a cold beer from Starbucks, <laughs> yeah, which know. you know is right. like my vice. Right. Um, but she's asking Joe, like, well, what do you think about the situation? And he says, quote, Teresa doesn't understand anybody's point. So what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of things about like uh, how smart or how not, not smart, smart trees. Tree is. Yeah, that's funny. You know, they they really, um, you know, we know that you know Teresa, you know, kind of whatever she was, the energy she was building up to unleash on Jackie, and Jackie didn't go. She unleashed it basically still to everybody to the point of like ad nauseum. Like they were over it. They did not want to talk about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and she does say, she's like, but I did apologize because she said she needs to apologize oh, to you and you need to apologize to her. But her apology had like, a, what do they call it? Like a, a, qual- but. a qualifier. It yeah, a which but. Is a but. So it says she was like, sorry, but where there's smoke, there's fire. Yes. <laughs> so it basically undid any apology. You which just is, said. that is Teresa's, uh, that's always her right. apology. Right. Her apologies are never genuine. No. They never stop with a no. period. It's always a dot, dot, dot. No. But, right. and so, yeah. She thinks she, that she says the word apology. That that means apologize. Yes, that it's apologized. Right. But to people of average or higher intelligence, right. they know, like, no, <laughs> that is not an apology. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, to be average, actually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But no, she totally was like, but where there's yeah. smoke, there's fire. So she didn't apologize. So, right. of course, she's just going in. On, and I, the audacity, but of course, it's Teresa we're talking about. The audacity of her to think that Jackie owes her a freaking apology oh, first. Yeah. Uh-uh. I no. Like, I am not on, no. I am team Jackie. 100%. You and I talked about this last yep. time. Yes, I wish she wouldn't have brought up Gia. I wish she could have, like, brought up somebody yeah, something else. else or something got her, but yeah. I am tracking with what she was trying to accomplish. Right. You know? I, yeah. I, I get what she was trying to do. Yeah. So she's just, you know, Teresa's still freaking hyper focused on Jackie mm-hmm. and everybody's sick of it. I'm freaking sick of it too. Like, can we move on to the next thing? This yeah. is so annoying. I know. What's funny is another, I, now I'm just remembering the other, um, kind of dig at her intelli- intelligence is, you know, they go out on this party boat. Yes. Um, that's like a pontoon boat, 
It looks really rickety, not constructed well. No, it's like literally going to go under. It's a bar. Yeah, it's flat. It's like a flat bottom boat yeah. with like a bar on it. It's, like a I would get hut. seasick. Yeah, like I would 100% yeah. oh, get seasick. Oh, yeah, we know that. <laughs> Jamie has motion sickness and um, we can get into those stories later. Yeah. <laughs> At the Orange Show in San Bernardino. <laughs> yeah. Going up the mountain to go skiing. Yes, that too. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Anyways, um, but uh, – and there was an outhouse on the boat. Did you see that? No. Like the, the whole boat basically was taken up by a bar. Like it's just a, a bartender with a major, like you a sit up, you, you, you just sit at this bar. Yeah. And then the other major structure on this boat was a porta potty, but it looked like an outhouse with the moon oh and my everything. God. But I, I was thinking like, I would that. never, I would rather jump in the water oh, and pee in the water, pee in the water. but I'm hoping maybe it just goes into the water. I don't yeah. know. But can you imagine like drinking your like Aperol spritz and then you're like, smell, I don't know, walking. I... It was a bad design. I did not notice that at all. But yeah, it was like, oh my God, it was not bougie at all. It was a stupid little like, looked like literally like a piece of plywood at the bottom was basically the platform that they were all standing on. And like that thing was going to go under one high wind event and it's gone. And there was like, I mean, it was choppy waters too. It was. It wasn't like... (laughs) It did not... Okay. For me, it looked like a effing nightmare. There's not much to do at Lake George or wherever they were. What was it? Lake something. someone's name like yeah but anyways back to uh margaret the, the, on this boat and like the big kind of like event that happens which i thought was a real event when we saw the previews was that they tricked Teresa calls um, oh yeah melissa's husband yep. and pretends that she's texting this like Waiter. restaurant yeah restaurant yeah. manager or whatever um but but the way she executed it was so like they okay. were very like like that's when Margaret was like, maybe she's smarter than we think. Yeah. Like because maybe she can there's execute yeah. a full face live yes. without even going. cracking. Yeah. Like she just oh, and it, added it into it. Yeah. Scary. It the was. way she executed it. Cause I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So you're like a you professional a liar. You're yeah. a psycho. Yeah. You check the boxes for right. the psychopathy, right. which we talked about. I mean, it was entertaining to watch. It was funny. Like when he broke into Italian and yeah. like started, like I liked, I, it was like an entertaining little thing that they did like to trick him. Yeah. But in the previews, I thought that it was actually, oh, I was totally tricked. Oh, I can't believe, you know, I totally <laughs> I know. fell for it hook, line and sinker. Oh, yeah. But of course, turns out he was being punked. Joe, you're being punked, Joey. <laughs> Joey, were you being punked? <laughs> but, um, you know, but also I would never play that. That gave me a little bit of anxiety. It really well, did. Yeah, like, it was uncomfortable. Wh- I was like, oh my God, I would never let anybody no. pull that. For- and also, okay, I have a note about this too. Okay. When I'm on a girl's trip, I don't want to like stop my fun and worry about what the dudes are doing. I know. I just want to have fun with the girls. I know. Throw the drinks back. Yes. I'm not calling to prank you or because like track their location. No. Yes. Who cares no. what they're doing? Yes. We're doing yes. us. Right. So I was like, oh God, you guys just have some fun. Right. They are so not the New York ladies, by the way. Oh my God. I- <laughs> No, they're not. Yeah. I mean, okay. So we're going to get into that. I'm going to hold, I'm going to okay. put a pin in that because okay. I have a comment about comparing Jersey and, and New York, York ladies. Okay. Yeah. Um, I do have a note that I did think, uh, and there might be some opposite opinions, mm-hmm. but the bacon that Melissa cooked, I thought was perfectly cooked. Oh. <laughs> Why? Because it was all curled up. I actually noticed crispy. how it was like piled. Yeah. Well, you like it. I, okay. So I was going to ask you, yeah. I don't know how you like your bacon, but I don't want it to wiggle. No, I, want I don't. It to be yeah. I don't, like, I don't want any crunchy. chewy white parts no. or anything like that. No, yeah. but I don't want it to be like burnt either. I mean, it's funny though, cause it's all curled up, but I was thinking like, how did she lay it out? That's funny that you even brought <laughs> up the bacon. Cause when I saw it on the plate, I was like, why is it all piled up? Like it's like a, yeah. it's all curled. It didn't look cute, yeah. but I knew I was like, oh, I want a piece of that bacon. <laughs> it is perfectly cooked. God, bravo, Melissa. And they don't look like they eat that kind of a breakfast though. No, they don't. Like sausage. And, and why'd she even like, make that? They were going to go to brunch anyway. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. Oh, maybe, were they hungover? 
I don't know. Well, I want to talk about that because okay. I have a um, very judgy opinion and a verdict on Melissa specifically. Ooh, got it. So we'll get back to that. Okay. Um, but yeah, so then Teresa digs in and she's just basically, I have a note that says, you know, she's not going to call Jackie and apologize to her. Teresa, that's when Teresa says, well, I already apologized. I already apologized to Jackie. She needs to call me, you know, whatever she <laughs> yeah, says. Yeah. And you know, it's like, no, you do need to apologize, but that's never going to happen. Right. We know Teresa is always going to just deflect and, and blame everybody. Mm-hmm. And then we see her sitting at the table and she kind of feels like everybody's digging or ganging up or closing yeah. in on her, right. like basically not team tree. Right. And she, of course she gets up and oh, blows yeah, out of there uh-huh. because whenever she's in hot water, she does, she just runs and she's right. just like, uh, you know what she says? She's like, uh, uh, what'd she say? You can, um, you can all fuck off. What'd yeah, she say? Oh, yeah. Him? She's like, you can go F yourselves. I, oh yeah, you can go fuck yourselves. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, and then, then like, yeah. And then Melissa comes running after her and they, you know, it's the, whatever. And then they make up and right. whatever, whatever. Yeah. So there was that. But what pissed me off is like, nobody is really holding Teresa accountable. And I know it's, I know it's a lost cause mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter if somebody literally grabbed her by the shoulders and was like, Teresa, you were wrong. That was an you, analogy. It you're an asshole. Yeah, right, it, right. She's always, she's never going to accept blame. Right. But I still want to see somebody hold her more accountable. I, I hate how everybody I backs know. down to her. I know. You know, and Dolores is a badass bitch, but right. Dolores always team tree. I know. And I didn't like how Dolores was so cold about, she's just like, well, I don't, I, Jackie's so emotional about everything. I can't, da, 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 da. it's like, no, Dolores, Jackie, I'm sorry, but if that rumor went around yeah. about your dude, right. you would go get like right. slice somebody's throat. Right. Right. But she, I think that what the point is, is that Teresa and Dolores are kind of like, old school Italians and they want women to be strong. They want you. And if they, if you show a sign of weakness or you're too emotional, like Mm -hmm. Jackie cried about it, they look at you like you're weak and you're pathetic. Right. You know, that's just how they deal with things. Right. I don't know. I can't, I can't totally relate to that because I think you just need to give a little and go, yeah, that was so effed up what they did to Jackie and her husband. But I think they're just trying to play both sides and maintain their friendship with her, maintain with Jackie, but they know that they need them to make up. Yes. And and I think it's for their better good, like the better good of the group, like so that they can continue on, you know, being around each other and yeah, together. I agree with you. I think because then the group is going to be divided. So they're just like, how are we going to get these bitches back together? Right. Um, somebody said Gorgified. So <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Because Joe Gorga is that guy uh-huh. who gets everybody drunk. Right. And, yeah. um, you know, we saw them carrying in the doctor, uh-huh. Jennifer's husband, when he got wasted. I, lo- which was I like, loved that part about the husbands the, the day after. And you know yeah, how I, I know. felt. Like the husbands are so, I, I love seeing them Someone together. Someone like on one of the like things I follow on Facebook, I think it's like with Kate. Casey or something like that. She's yeah. like somebody in social media, but she, someone had posted, um, we all know we need like the, like the good fellows of New Jersey. So oh. as opposed to like the housewives, yeah. we need a show with just the, the boys. Like we, we do. Need, Cause they're so interesting. They are interesting. And honestly, they're more fun than the girls. Oh yeah. And I want to talk more about that again. Yeah. This is going to go back to my New York oh, analogy, wow, but yeah, the guys okay. are like these girls, they don't know. know how to turn up. No, I'm sorry. I have a note about that and we're going to get into yeah. it. Um, but I did like the conversation where Marge was like just open and she said, um, you know, I was 15 when I first had sex and Melissa was like, well, I was, I was 18 uh-huh. or 17 or 18. I think she said uh-huh. 18, but the other ladies wouldn't Would say, not, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, <laughs> this is my stance on that. Like, you know, I'll tell you anything, right. like you and I talk right. about everything, right. but I, I don't, 
it, I don't like when housewives talk about their sex life too much. Cause I honestly think you're covering up for something yeah. that really isn't happening. Right. Right. You're like, Oh my God. Like overcompensating. Yeah. We yeah. have sex 20 million times a day. Oh, my man can, you know, get it or whatever. Right. But those are typically the ones I think who are not having right. sex. Right. And also like, if you, if you go and tell the world what your sex life is like, it's kind of like keep some things private sacred. Yeah. Like just keep that. I would rather just keep that right. between us. Now right. you and I, obviously we talk about everything, right. but I'm not going to, I just don't, and I don't want to picture it as an audience. To I, be don't honest. I don't think it no. adds any value to no. the storyline or to who you are as a person yeah. or whatever you think like, it might do. It seems like you're faking the funk right? and you're really trying to, you know, act like you have this great marriage. You guys mm-hmm. have sex all the time, but you probably haven't had sex in a year. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like people who brag about their money a lot of times they really don't have the money that they're no. trying to portray to the right. world, but they're right. like, you know, the people who really do have the money are quiet about it. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to, when you're super rich or super good looking or super talented, you don't need to go shout on a megaphone that you are those things. When you are those things, you ain't got to talk about it. You just be about it. Right. People just know when you walk in the room, you're a badass bitch. You're rich, you're, you're successful, you're beautiful or whatever. Mm-hmm. I hate when you have to like, when you have to go out and advertise yourself to the world, it's kind of like, well, then you really probably are not those things, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, totally. So, um, and I love that Melissa says, well, I don't miss my kids cause they've been stuck to my side during this, you know, entire oh, yeah. quarantine. I can relate to that. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Trust me, you know, and I know how yeah. obsessed we are with our kids, but right. I don't get a free minute no, these you days. Don't. No. She is no. tied. Right to my side. And literally when I, I'm used to getting into my car, blasting whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, unedited gangster rap I want to listen to or not the clean version. I don't like clean versions. (laughs) Fuck that shit. That's a waste of my time. Um, now Stevie, my little roll dog, she's with me everywhere. I have to listen to what she she makes me put on watermelon sugar. Hi. But my kids bought it. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm like, please help me. I can't. And she literally, takes over right. like which also is me at parties i'm yeah, that person who's right. like change this music it sucks like i'm totally a music control freak yeah um but she's like that from the back seat she's wow. like mom put on justin bieber put on you know yeah. this put on watermelon sugar You're like hold on, on baby i'm driving i got yes. you like it's like i'm driving right i'm now. driving like chill out yeah. i'm not yeah. gonna pull over to like change your playlist thank you yeah. so that's i can totally relate to right. melissa saying that um you know i the for me um i I'm a nurse. So like I have never stopped working oh, during yeah. the p- pandemic yes. and going to work is really like respite for me. Oh my God. Oh my God. And that's like, I get the water cooler talk still. I love my kids. Yeah. But it is a, to be with them all the time. And then now you're educating them and now yes. you're doing all these things. Going to work was, even though it was <laughs> being a part of healthcare during that freaking pandemic, right? Stressful somehow, as hell. Like it was hard. Let me yes. say that. I don't want to like minimize totally. what's happening, but the fact that I could go somewhere just for some time and use my brain a different way yep. was so welcome. And you see know? what's going, have adult conversations. Yes. And also it's good to miss your loved ones. hundred percent. I don't want to be stuck to my husband's side 100% of the time. No. We are together 90% of the time mm-hmm. because we not only uh, live together, together, we work together. Yeah. So we're like run a business. Together. Yeah. But I like to miss him every now and then. Right. And I think he likes the right. same with me. And it's the same with um, the kids. Mm-hmm. I want to miss you. Yeah. You know, but yeah, yeah I totally. I'm so excited to see you. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm jealous of you that you, yeah. you know, have, have had the water cooler talk because <laughs> yeah. I ain't got that. Well, uh-huh. I have you. You yeah, and I can I know. Text now we, yes, exactly. Um, 
One thing that was a little alarming for me mm-hmm. was when Melissa admitted, maybe she was a little tipsy or whatever. She's like, yeah, Joe puts the fear of God in me that he'll, that he'll cheat when she goes on a girl's trip. Yeah. I, I didn't like that. There's something weird about them. That's why, like, honestly, like, uh, when they were teasing this episode, I was like, yeah, of course she's going to be texting somebody else because he's always shown himself to be very controlling. Yeah. And very old school yeah. minimizes her wanting to start her own business. Right. Like he, you know, he's just like an old school that would never work for me. No. I need my man mm-hmm. to be a lot more progressive and understand that I want my independence right. and that if I want to start a business, I'm going to start a business. Right. I also have a say so in this household. Mm-hmm. Like it just, I, and he's always like said, like through every season, like you got to help me get my poison out. Like, oh, gross. It's so gross. Yeah. It's like, quit. Ew. Yeah. Don't want to hear it. Like, stop. Like, that's all she's good for. Like, no, well, exactly. That, that that's all she's good for right. is laying on her back and making right. babies. But also, he talks about his penis so much that I don't think he's Girth Brooks. No, pro- <laughs> I think he's probably not. That I think he's the windshield like, yeah. wiper, just not as long. A little skinny mini. <laughs> skinny mini. Um. So, oh, okay. So I wanted to talk about. You know, watching this episode, it was cute, whatever. It was like not, you know, great or not great. But these ladies are on a girl's trip. But it is just the stark reality is they don't even compare to my New York girls. Okay. When the New York girls want to hit it, Uh they hit it hard. Oh, yeah. And they give us every single thing Uh that we want. Oh, yeah. They hit it. They flip it upside down. Then they quit it. That's right. Yes. Boobies come out. I I mean, shit gets broken. Uh, Tiki torches thrown like all over the place. (laughs) Like it's pooping on the floor. Shitting on the floor, (laughs) peeing on the bed, whatever, whatever you got to do. These ladies turn it out and it is authentic. They don't fake that they are wild and messy. They are wild and messy. And I freaking love love it. it. So going back to Melissa, uh, um, when she comes in and she's like tipsy from the day drinking and she like, Oh, I'm stumbling over the couch. I don't buy it. I'm oh, sorry. No. I hate, I hate to say it, but I think she pulled a high school move. I don't think she was that drunk. Oh, I probably, think she's trying no. to be cute for the camera. Right. Oh, I'm, right. Oh, let me see your boobies, Marge. Let right. me, you know, Teresa likes to get tea bagged. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. eh. it yeah. didn't come off as authentic. And no. here's what I will say. Okay. I don't know how much time passed between when she's tipsy in quotes, falling over the couch. And then she's on the phone with her husband, lucid as fuck. Oh yeah. And I'm like, bitch, you, I know I, like, I how much time did pass. Yeah. It did Cause you like, were not drunk on that phone no, call. Oh, no. but you're just wasted pulling Marge's boobies out right. and falling, falling right. over the couch. Or don't talk to me on this like car ride home because I have to focus. I'm going to like throw up or pass out or something. She says something like, you yeah. guys, I can't talk or something like I'm so drunk. Like don't talk to me or yes. you know, I don't know. So something. I'm sorry. I'm not buying it. Right. I just, I think that, you know, Melissa's all right, but she's never really given us much on the right. show. Like I don't get a lot of entertainment mm-hmm. from Melissa. I think right. she's just there. Um, I don't know. Yeah, what do I you know. think? No, I mean, I, I, I agree. And I think she has to keep herself somewhat under control. Yeah. Because of her controlling husband. Oh, that's a good point. I don't think she can let it all hang out and let be loose. And I don't even know if she, I don't know. Or I mean, she, she wanted to be like, a sing- yeah, I just don't, I think she tries to control things so much. She's so much about her image, which is one of them is like, I you know, accused her of that last year. Um, Jennifer. Jennifer. So I kind of see like where that's coming from. She's so about her image that she keeps it pristine, but it's fake. Yeah. And the way Jennifer said that at the reunion, like, oh, she's too self-absorbed. She's too self-absorbed to have babies. Or right. Have more. I thought right. that was bullshit. Right. Like, right. Screw no, you, Jennifer. Yeah. Right. That was right. shitty comment. Right. But Melissa is kind of all about her image. And yes. I think it precludes her from letting loose and giving mm-hmm. us the real, if mm-hmm. there is a real 
fun Melissa. Right. I don't know. There might so not she's be. just never been like my right. fave. No, me Um this realtor. I want to talk about Teresa's realtor friend okay. who is claiming that Joe Joey Gorga oh, right. owes her husband tens of thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah, this on the next episode. We next see episode. this on the next episode. Yes. And so I am curious about yes. that and I know that um Joe Gorga has been called out on social media for claiming, like posting these side-by-side pictures on, I don't know, some sort of social media saying that he, you know, Oh, responsible for what? Yeah. Look at this kitchen remodel that Mm -hmm. I did. And somebody's like, motherfucker, I did that. That was not your work. Right. So there's some shady. There's something. Yeah. So Um, I can't wait to see what that is about. Can't wait to see that. And, um, Oh, I, I picked up on something else and I want to know what you think. When, I don't know where they were sitting, but Delora, 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 Dolores says about referring back to the rumor that, you know, that's going around about Jackie's husband. Dolores is like, well, if it was being said about Frank Catania, I'd want, she'd want to know about right, it, right? She right. says she'd want to know. But I thought it was interesting that she used Frank Catania's no, name and not her boyfriend. So she's referring back to her ex, who obviously we all know that she is very obviously still close to. They live together. Right. But it's just funny that instinctively she thought of Frank Catania and not her man, who of course I've forgotten his David. name. David. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Yes, it is interesting. Um, what did you think of the guy's poker night? Because there were some funny comments made. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember anything? I from- don't remember. I'm trying to think of um, – I know that they were like kind of like busting each other's balls. Yeah. But um, – not anything in particular. I just love that they had it and they look like they got, Oh, but the, the, the only thing I took away from it is like the, the wasabi challenge <laughs> that they did with each other. I'm like, you can't get more like testosterone driven man versus female. Like what yes. a female, we would never just, we would like, never do a damn wasabi. I'm like, but yeah, I love I that they challenged you. I was like, yeah, I'll take the whole thing. Yeah. So it clears my sciences, you know, yeah. whatever. I, th- that's the only thing I took from that night. I, yeah, I, 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 I love that though. I like, it's, Guys I thought like it was guys. funny. Yeah. I love that the guys, uh, I love that <laughs> Frank Catania just casually, he's like, well, guys, uh, uh, has your wife ever talked about bringing a woman home? <laughs> like, <laughs> like out of nowhere? Yeah. He said, have any of your wives ever offered to bring another woman home? It just came out of left field of like, okay, we know what's really on this dude's <laughs> mind. Like, it's just like, totally okay. Yeah, uh-huh. And then I love that the dudes took, uh, took a vote. Uh-huh. Who here, this is like such a girl thing to do. Who here thinks that, uh, what's her, Jackie's husband, what's his name? Um, Evan. Shoot, Evan. Who here thinks Evan was fa- unfaithful or faithful? Uh-huh. Right. And they all raised their hand. They all right. think he was faithful. Right. Although Margaret's husband, Joe, Claims, does say, yes. well, I heard the rumor, right. you know, before. I, I've heard the rumor too. Right. But Marge has since either gone on Andy Watch Cohen's show yeah, or, or Twitter or something. And said, "Yeah, well, we were all when we were talking we about were talking it. about and his daughter or and Teresa's right. blow up. So it's not like he heard it from another source. That's right. And it was like out in the streets that they're talking about. Yeah. This. Yeah. So, and I believe I believe Marge yeah. in that. And you know, Marge and Teresa, like Marge doesn't care for Teresa. Like the thing is, she I think she puts up with her, but you know, Teresa totally was such a shitty friend mm-hmm. when Danielle went and pulled Marge's hair. Teresa oh, yeah. totally yeah. freaking instigated that. Oh yeah. I mean, um, of course that's yeah. like such bullshit. Oh, and I'm yeah. sorry. Them are fighting actions. Oh, like if 100%. I were percent, gosh, and Marge, like I, w- I would have, I would have killed Danielle. Yeah. First of all, like, oh. I would have no 
chick is going to pull my hair no. like that and not at least you're get like a grown ass women. Yeah. Like, that is something like that's, you know, junior high bullshit. But it's such junior high yeah. bullshit. Like she, she pulled her hair so hard. I felt so bad for oh, Marge yeah. when that happened. It was such oh, I know. Freaking bullshit. And Teresa was totally like behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was just a real shitty thing to do, but that's Teresa. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Teresa's doing more of the, you know, Oh, I love how Teresa says for someone to be at, Oh, sh- let me think here. She says, I've got to get into my Teresa. Know, yeah. She says, for someone to be acting like, you know, that out of control, that says some, that says a lot about her, you know, or she's talking about how Jackie's so out of control. Uh-huh. It's like, bitch, um, says someone who flips tables and right. assaults Andy Cohen on the reunion show. Yeah. Uh, I know. Don't even no. call Jackie she's like out of super control. aggressive. Yeah. She's so no. freaking aggressive. I know. And, you know, Teresa just keeps focusing on the fact that she cannot get off the fact that she thinks Jackie's weak. She needs right. to start, she needs to start standing up for herself, you know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I just like, whatever. Teresa. I know. I know. I had like, you know, at the end of this episode there, they sit around the fireplace and do s'mores. And, um, this is like how immature I am, but I, I love a good fart joke. Oh, I love anything to do like potty, like bathroom humor is like my forte, but, oh, yeah. uh, Teresa, cause she is like a mumble mouth as am I like, I, I really, you know, I really, struggle sometimes for words i'm probably struggling right now oh here we but go but she says like graham crapper yeah like i don't know i wrote it down it was so important to me that i wrote it down in my notes but i have nothing to say about it except for that she said it she's i love that kind of stuff. but she really messes up like we already know she said like blow a casket yeah. oh, and now I'll a graham crapper yeah. and everybody's like uh you mean a gap maybe a gasket not a casket right, yeah. oh, you i know but yeah, Graham Crapper versus Graham Cracker. I, I love that it. too. And I love good, um, I will just sidebar really quick. I used to, about um, like bathroom humor. Right. I think it's funny too. Um, I used to have a fart machine when I worked <laughs> in banking. <laughs> and it had a remote and it has like 10 different farts. Oh yeah. And I used, I, I used to tape it under the chair of my coworker. I did uh-huh. it one time and he had no idea it was there. He like uh-huh. went to lunch and I uh-huh. taped it underneath his desk chair. So he had no right. idea it was right. there. And then one of his customers came in and I just hid behind a plant and I, that thing was going <laughs> off. And he's like, huh, what, what? He's like, this look chair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the chair, I swear. And he had like the look of like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me, I swear. But the thing sounds so freaking real. It's amazing. Oh yeah. I'll have to dig that thing oh, up. Oh yeah, you actually, have to. We'll, we'll play some of the sounds on the podcast. Yeah, you should. So authentic. I, they, it'll make me laugh every single time. Like, my sister and I, and the, like a lot of my friends, we communicate through TikToks. So oh. like I just send them TikToks, but it means like, I love you so much. I'm sending you this funny TikTok. Um, most of the ones I send my sister have to do with farting. Oh my God. Because like, it's so fun. I it's think it's just funny. so like farts caught on like a ring camera. Like just, yeah. it's, there was one where it's like a guy leaving the house, you know, like after a, it was like a, a one night stand Yeah, and he was holding this fart probably all night long. But as soon as he got on the, like the patio and the door shut, the ring camera goes on, he lets it all out. And it was like, like a sonic like no to self, like wait till you get in the car. <laughs> yeah. I do not, not miss safe. being single. I know. <laughs> it's hard these times, you know, it's like, oh, that it's hard. Sounds so painful. too much technology. And you're I like, just, like <laughs> I'm like picturing like a fucking atom bomb going oh, off. Yeah. Your, your stomach is cramped. You're swallowing that fart multiple times that night. Like you have to, you know, <laughs> so, you know, 
he felt so much relief oh, as he walked away yes, from but that one night stand. Hot, so all the things he was trying to avoid still, <laughs> and then it was like a viral TikTok, you know, the so technology. So oh my God, that is so good. You have to I know, send that one to I know, me. I do. Um, okay. The only other thing I, oh, sorry to no, interrupt go ahead. you, but the one last thing on my notes, so I can call my notes a wrap, which are way less than what you. Oh yeah. And I'm actually almost done too. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I just, did... my font is 40,000. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. It's on 72. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like a 20 page document. Okay. Um, was with Jersey always, no matter what time of year they film, because they used to, I think, film in the winter. And I think this was the summer because they're on this tiki boat. They are so tan, like oh bronze yes. to the gods. Like they are so, and I'm thinking they probably all have like a tanning tan bed down sure. in like a basement or something. But I was thinking about how like my journey with, you know, um, I'm white, Irish, freckled. Um, in the 90s, you wanted to be tan. Oh, always. Flat stomach, low ride. You might even put a little sticker on at the tanning booth to have like a Playboy. Oh my imprint God, or whatever, you totally know? did that. Yeah. I remember. So I was thinking about how like back when we were, um, Jamie and I, neither of us had a pool at either of our houses, right. but we would Just lay so out tragic. in the Inland Empire in the summer. It is a hundred in the shade. Yeah, it is. So we would like suffer through 10 minutes of like laying out. Then we like get the Sweating water, our balls yeah, get a hose out and like hose ourselves off and get yeah. back down and like you flip over. And it was really hard to, to gain a base tan. You tanned pretty well. Yeah. I mean, comparative to me, I was like pasty yeah. white and we, you know, self tanner was not what it is no. today. We yeah. did not have we that. We didn't have self tanner. I even worked at a tanning salon. Oh yeah. So, I remember. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I did everything I can. I, I'm, I know I have like permanent damage up until oh, like this point, yeah. but, um, it reminded me like Jamie, my parents would buy or not buy, they would rent a beach house every summer. Yep. Most summers. And Jamie came with us, I think every single I time. Went every time. Yeah. And, um, we did not, you know, if we put on any SPF, it was four, maybe if, if we put on, if. yes, but it was oh, some kind of oil yeah. and the most protected we would do, it would be with a four. Yeah. So I have no business at all. I should have 45 and I would yeah. probably still have gotten color, right? but I'm, I was stupid. Yeah. So I remember one day in particular, we had gone out to lay out at the beach and at the beach, you know, you have like the breeze. You're not in this like 100 degree heat where it's like it, stale, it, no air. Blow. It um, sneaks up on you and yeah. you get fried. Yeah. So we, I remember my mom, oh my God, okay. We so we, the, the houses were at Newport. And if you've yeah. ever been to Newport, you know, like from the boardwalk to like the water, it's a long walk. Yes. We were probably laying out for eight hours. Oh, 100%. I mean, something like that, like with no protection. Yeah. And I remember my mom came, no like walking that whole distance out to the water to be like, man, she was mad at us. Yes. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. get your, like, it's too much, you know, sun that you're getting. Yeah. You guys are overexposing right. yourself. Yeah. Like whatever. We're going to no, be so dark. No, yeah. It's like our summer. Yeah. By the time we like went from the water, walked that long trek back to the boardwalk, our chest started having like boils and Tingling bubbles, sensation. filled sacks like on us. Yes. Like we were beyond sunburned. Oh my God. I mean, it was I like a, some kind of degree of a burn, like a first degree burn. It and was so bad. Your mom pulled out photo evidence. Yeah. So you just showed me before we started yeah. recording, which right. we'll throw the picture right. up I'll, on yes. social media mm-hmm. so you guys can see. There is clear evidence oh, yeah. that Jeffy, Je- Jeffy, Jeffy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that kind of, a, it's a cute like little Jeffy. Yeah. Jeffy. Um, that Jesse was suffering from first degree burns. Oh yeah. No, there's like a clear line of demarcation. I'm like white, white is that paper? Yes. And then and then red. like lobster red after yes. that. But it was, it's okay. bad. I, th- okay. So you guys, it was literally, I 100% did get sun poisoning. Yes. So that night I threw up the entire night. Yeah. I was so freaking sick mm-hmm. and it was sun poisoning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next day I remember my boyfriend uh-huh. in junior high, 
I remember I don't this. remember this part. He came and visited us. He, all the way from the 909, uh-huh. him and like two or three other guy uh-huh. of our guy friends. And we rolled around in their car all day. I felt like absolute dog oh, shit. I had like, no business. Your body's like probably throbbing. Like, oh yeah, yeah, throbbing. I had been throwing up all night. I had oh, the yeah. worst headache. I was pale as a ghost, even though we had fried the next, right. you know, the day, the day before. before. I was so dehydrated. Oh, but I was determined. I was like, no, I am not going to oh, miss no, I would have never. serious FOMO. So we went out and hung out with them all day. But I literally got sun poisoning from oh, that. And oh, your mom yeah. was right. Oh, she was. I mean, listen. she and I remember her being so mad at us. And I was, and then it made me think of this. And I don't know if you remember this, but okay. Um, Jamie and I almost didn't graduate high school. And we'll yeah, get into we'll that, talk about another, that. That's the <laughs> truth. another time. Okay. Yes. But we went to a community college. I I don't think you were like really going for anything, but you and I took a public speaking class together. Yes, I remember my speaking. Okay. Why don't I remember that we were in it together? I remember you gave a speech about Skylar. (gasps) I gave a speech about Zoe, my cat. Okay, but Jessie, what I want okay, to okay, get to, hold on, but okay. I'm going to get to this is, is shocking there me. was okay. a girl who heard, we had to do a demonstration speech where you had to like demonstrate something, a skill or I don't know, whatever. She worked at like a day spa or like was an esthetician or something. Okay. And she brought this like special light box that you put your, your face in uh-huh. and it kind of closes up behind you and a light comes down and you see your reflection and it's supposed to show you <gasps> the sun damage. I remember this and you I were, screamed. I was horrified I literally, too, you were like, horrified. I yelped. I, it was like, if like a dog had gotten stepped on, like I gasped, I yelped. I could not believe my, it looked like my skin was just made of layers of freckles. Yes. Like freckle on freckle on freckle on freckle on the sunspot over here. It shows you your sun damage. It was so horrifying. bad. And I think we were like 19 years old, 19 or 20. And I remember that, but I didn't put two and two together in my memory uh-huh. that we were in a class together. together. Yeah. I remember us doing the thing where yeah. we look in there to see our, right. our age that was or from, That was her demonstration speech. But since that day, I have always had SPF in my face. That I, did it I, for you. Chris burned my body to a crisp. Right. You know, I still, because I, it's like, it, it, I don't know. I needed, I still need to get better at that. Thank God for self-tanner. But uh-huh. my face, I just remember thinking like, I have to preserve Protect this. It looks face. so bad. Yeah. And I think about like Madonna or um, Gwen Stefani. Yeah. Like they wear like the, like you. Uh, Paste. Yeah. Well, like no, they s- wear like long oh, sleeve, like bathing suits yes, or whatever. They do SPF, not. Yeah. To, for the whatever. anti-aging aspect. Yes. Of it. Yes. I know in our hands, like I even I think about it now when I'm driving in my car, yes. I don't want the top of my hand yes. to get sunburned, right. you know, cause right. it get, it, Oh, I'm like, listen, I'm screwed from the start. Like I'm Irish. So it's like, I like, I'm made up of freckles. Like, and you know, my, like, it is not like my ancestors lived the furthest away from the equator, you know, like I have no <laughs> business, like genetically being in the sun. Like I yeah. really don't. But you and I were bound and determined. I also remember from our teenage years, junior high through high school, it was a full-time job to be tan yes. so we could look cute right. in our little shorts and crop whatever. tops and whatever. Right. And we were just like, so right. we wanted to be tan. Right. And it just, we felt like it made us look no, so I'm, much better. Yes. I remember getting made fun of, like, I feared in seventh grade because I didn't even have access to tanning. I didn't know about tanning. I was still, like, becoming, I was still a little kid. And I remember, like, fearing I had to wear those, um, uh, what, what school did we go? Clement. Yeah. There were the Clement PE shorts. Oh, my like God. You didn't want to show your legs. Heck no. <laughs> because they, they were so, but it, I had to. Because that was the yeah. one time I couldn't cover it up. And you they couldn't. only gave us shorts for whatever reason. That's if they gave us pants, right. I would have, like, worn them. And they were short shorts. Yeah, I know. Oh my god! I the guys had pants to too. too. I remember something like pants. So, oh, <laughs> the pantsing was a thing. Yeah, that was yeah. Everybody thing. used to get pants, and I, I luckily I never got pants. I think I would. Oh, I totally die. Did. I can't believe you got pants. I know. Oh my god! That's and funny. like today, that would be like so inappropriate. Oh, no, you would like, never. Hell not. No. If somebody does that to my daughter, okay. I'm yeah. slicing their oh, neck. Yeah. No. Um, okay. I'm Anyways, so glad sorry. you brought that up. No, I love that sidebar because 
that just shows you like you just completed my memory. Yeah. I didn't remember that you and I were in a speech class mm-hmm. together, but I do have the memory of us doing the aging Bob, thing together. But it was from that. And I forgot that we were in a speech class together. You taking a class with me. I know. God dang At it. college because we were in a community college. We were in community <laughs> college because that's the only one that would accept <laughs> us with our GPAs. Oh my God. We, we were, yeah, out. let's t- definitely. Because our GPAs are in the one. Yes. Just, just so you know, it's like a you. one point something. It was. We can get more into that. And I, we are going to bring it real for you guys. <laughs> Look, we are not trying to pretend. Now- I think Jesse and I are smart chicks. We are. And we were and it wasn't fully because capable. we weren't smart. There was a time when I was in some advanced classes. Right. And you, like, we were both, you're very, very intelligent. You went to college and right. completed well, yeah, college. Yeah, and like, like, okay, so you're not dumb. Way. Right. But we gave We no would fucks. rather do, yeah, we would We'd rather, rather do anything. Party. We'd rather we would, ditch. No, We'd rather we would, no, we would, I feel like we joint. should, <laughs> honestly, we, <do. laughs> we should, like, save this for, like, another conversation. Okay, but we will. We really would, like, see each other. Yeah. And we wouldn't have to even say anything. We'd give each other the look. Lo- I'm like, let's go to my car. We're ditching. Yeah, and go. <laughs> I 100%. And Jesse, you are so right. Like, it would be like I was, I would, I would be in my first period and I'd go to my second period. You and I, we, we, we went to this high school in Redlands where there's two campuses. It's, it's huge. a huge high school. So you literally got like nine minutes to walk right. to your next class because right. it's so big. Well, you and I crossed each other's paths. Right. I saw you from we didn't a distance. Have to say one word. Did not say one word. Right. We just All knew we, we didn't want to be there. We didn't want to be there. Nope. Started walking to Jesse's little yep. Saturn. Yes, my little Saturn. Uh, a lot of memories in that Saturn. <laughs> and I remember we hit up Del Taco, get yeah. us some chili cheese fries, yeah. go park somewhere, smoke a J. Yeah, yeah. And then we would just not go the rest no, of the day. I know. That was, that was essentially. That, yeah. So we didn't, we didn't almost not graduate. I don't know if I said that right. Because of, we weren't smart. We just didn't go we to didn't school. Go. We were, <laughs> you can't graduate if you don't go. go right. So, you have to show up. Yeah. So we're just keeping it real yeah, with you guys. Yeah. We'll have some more stories on that because yeah, there's definitely. some good times. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, but so the preview for the next, you know, Jersey mm-hmm. episode is just, uh, Marge admits that she slept with her older boss, which I find kind of interesting. I want to hear more about that. Jennifer's spilling the gossip to Melissa about the realtor who's claiming that Joey Gorga owes him tens of thousands of dollars. And that's really it. So, mm-hmm. you know, more to come on that. Yeah. I cannot wait to watch Oprah tonight. Yes. I will be probably be texting each other oh, yeah. as we watch. It, Definitely. It, well, that's if I can stay awake long enough. I know. You know I'm in bed by like 8 o'clock. It goes into the 9 o'clock hour. Uh, yeah, I might have yeah, to watch it tomorrow. I know, yeah. Yeah, might have to watch it tomorrow. <laughs> um, all right, Jess, let's get out of here. Um, so looking forward to next week. We'll do, you know, same bat time, same bat place. You guys, thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Judgy and Juryish. Hit subscribe wherever you're listening now so you don't miss any new episodes. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Judgy Juryish and join our Facebook group. All you have to do is search for Judgy and Juryish Podcast on Facebook to join. And please leave us a five-star rating and review in your favorite podcast app. But make it nice or we might have to check you, boo. And remember, fix your face and stay looking hot because you don't want to end up with a crappy mugshot. Bye. Bye. Hi, everyone. I'm here to tell you about L.A. Not So Confidential, the forensic psychology and true crime podcast brought to you by me, Dr. Shiloh, and this guy. Hi, I'm her bestie and co-host, Dr. Scott. She was a cop and I was a Hollywood casting director. Now we're both forensic psychologists working in Los Angeles. We met while doing our internships working with sex offenders. I know, right? 
Twice a month, we bring you a classic or contemporary true crime story while applying real psychological concepts and dishing about entertainment's representations of those crimes. Subscribe now to L.A. Not So Confidential wherever you get your podcasts. True crime, psychology, and snark. Trust us. We're doctors.